0: Hi. good morning, teaching others also, radio broadcast type session today, Friday, December 24th, here we are, Christmas Eve day, for many of you that might almost sound like sacrilege to say it that way because you're such a Bible believer, Uh, but if you will understand that this is a great time to help families, this is a great time to help each other. Focus upon and think about what God has done, and given us the Lord Jesus Christ. Go to uh, Romans 5, of course. Romans 5 and 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5. Romans 5 is our text for this last couple weeks. Didn't necessarily set out for it to be that way, but what a subject! The value of troubles. The value of troubles. The more I've prayed about it each day, and then each night pray about the next morning. Uh, it's just amazing the the different things that, that God puts on your heart about this subject. And he said, Romans 5, beginning verse 3, And not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, patience experience, experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. This is our 10th, believe it or not, session on this subject, on this scripture. I'd like for you to go to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, please. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I want to tie some things together. I want to read the verse, give you a little thought for the, for this session. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. Let's get a little context going. <coughs> Verse chapter five, verse one, but of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you for yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord. So cometh as a thief in the night. I don't know if many of y'all get this or not. I'm going to spend a minute here. He's saying you can't figure out when it's going to happen. There's no need for me to write about you of the times and the seasons. How do you know that's what he's saying? Verse two, it comes as a thief in the night. So you're not going to figure it. He doesn't mean you know, you know, you know when it is. He said, I don't need to write unto you. Beware of those who are writing unto you about the seasons. Because he says, when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them. As travail upon a woman with child and they shall not escape. Right now here and where I'm at in the United States of America, there's very little sudden going on. It's a constant process of eroding. There's going to come a time when something sudden's going to happen. Okay, so there's no need for, for people to spend hours upon hours and verses and all this and money on this times and season things. Instead, read on with me. He said, "At sudden destruction, verse three will come upon them as travail upon a woman with child. They shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief." Meaning. Ready? Not that you'll know the season of time, but you will live ready. See? He's not going to overcome you as a thief because you're going to live ready. You're all children of light and the children of the day. We are not of night nor darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. Okay? Way back when I was growing up with my dad and them on the racetrack of horses. At those medium to small size tracks, most of your money, and probably a lot of it still today, is made by the gambling side of it. Backing the horse that gives the best odds, and, or the, the horse that you know you can put a bunch of money on. Henceforth, people would mess with other people's horses and they would even drug them to get them to win. And it didn't matter that that was going to hurt the owner and trainer because when the drug test comes back, they lose their money. They, they, you can't even be suspended. So one time, for example, a friend of my dad, they did it to him and they did it to one of our horses. When that suspension was up and we went back to racing, as soon as we entered a horse in a race, somebody had their eyes on that horse 24 hours a day for 72 hours till the horse ran. So we would take shifts and stuff, and even all night shifts. What were we doing? We were watching and being sober. Verse 7, for they that sleep, sleep in the night, they that be drunken are drunken in the night. Uh, it's a very unusual thing for people to be drunken in the daytime. There are that cases. But for the most part, when that sun goes down, out come the old devils, okay, in the drinking. One of the things that they said made the place of Tasmania Island on the south of Australia, such a bad thing, way back in the beginning of the country of Australia, was that there would even be children who were drunk in the daytime. So it was an extreme. But he said, they that sleep, sleep in the night. It's normal. If you work shift work, I understand. Come on, let's not pick across, pick apart the Bible. It's normal. You sleep at night. but let it, And they that are drunken are drunk in the night. But let us who were of the day, verse 8, this is the verse, be sober. Not just not drinking. Be sober-minded. Putting on the breastplate pa- <laughs> the breastplate of faith and love. This is going to cross-reference with Ephesians chapter 6, okay? And he gives a full description, and we may get there, we may not. But he's talking about the armor of God. He, so he said, putting on the breastplate of faith and love. Now watch, and for in an helmet the hope of of salvation for God hath not appointed us to wrath but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ etc etc so listen stop worrying about the people who are picking apart the bible and they don't understand why he hasn't come back yet stop worrying about the people who are writing about a mid-trib rapture of the believers and all that just stick with the clear teaching of the bible and live for Jesus Christ but put on your armor Ephesians chapter 6 Hold your place there and turn to Ephesians 6. I'm going to make a couple of references. But I don't want to lose my time today. Here is the theme of today about the value of troubles. I'm going to call it keeping our heads. Keeping our heads. You could write down or remember this phrase. Calm is contagious. Calm is contagious. Warriors use that phrase quite often. They train it. They put it in their minds. They remind each other, calm is contagious, keeping our heads. For in helmet, the hope of salvation, the helmet protects your head. Okay? So, in Ephesians chapter 6, from verse 11, all the way down to verse 18, he's talking about the whole armor of God. Verse 11, put on the whole armor of God. That ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. You need the armor of God more than you need legislation. So in and hold it, hold it there in Ephesians 6, 1 Thessalonians 5, he said, And for an helmet, the hope of salvation. For an helmet, the hope of salvation. Now we know we're going to heaven if you're saved, you're a believer. And yet that word salvation works. In many different ways in the life of a believer, all you got to do is get your King James Bible and look up some verses. He talks in the armor of God. Okay, he tells you to take unto you the whole armor, verse thirteen. He tells you to stand ready, having your loins girt about with truth, having on the breastplate of righteousness, and so he he alludes to that in First Thessalonians chapter five where he says, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, okay? And he says, having your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of wicked, and take the helmet of salvation, the sword of spirit, which is the word of God, and then pray. So the helmet of salvation, and here in 1 Thessalonians 5, the helmet, for in helmet the hope of salvation. Hope helps you keep your head. Now, it is not yet nearly as bad as it's going to get in the sense of social terms, in the sense of governmental intrusion, in the sense of governmental control. It is not as bad as it's going to get. I promise you. I can promise you that on the Word of God. And if You and I really believe the Bible. We know that it is not today, right here where we live, in the U.S. of A, as bad as Paul and the apostles faced in Europe and in the Middle East. It is not. It is not here as people are facing every single day in other parts of the world. And I'm talking about as a Christian. Most of the liberties we're losing here are not about being Christians. It's about being citizens of a country. Many of the oppressions around the world are not just about Christians. It's about oppressing people because that is what mankind does under the old sin nature. Now, it will affect us. So, we have to start with the everyday things that everyone else is facing. And we've got to keep our heads And one of the things that help us to keep our heads is the process of the value of troubles. The more you go through, and God helps you get through it, without even your particular desired outcome, friend. See, when you don't get your desired outcome, be really careful. I've warned people for years and years, I still do, don't say, well, if this happens, I, I just don't know what I'll do. Because it may happen. But you can't risk your relationship with God. God is off limits. It's like you draw a circle, write the, write the name of God in there. God, the Lord, Jesus Christ, etc. in there. It's off limits. It's off limits to our thinking. It's off limits to our criticism. It's off limits. It's our hope. We sanctify the Lord God in our hearts, he says. Okay. Now, you ready? Keeping our heads. Let the process of Romans 5 help you to keep your head. Calm is contagious. Do not allow that process that comes into a mind and Paul warns them about it. He said, we haven't been appointed to wrath, so stop trying to figure things out. Does that mean you you never uh, have any kind of plan for safety around the house? No. Does that mean you have no plan for protection? No. But it means that you've got to ultimately trust the Lord with it too. You see, what's happened is believers today with all the media that's available are bombarded with the thinking of the world and the world thinks like they have to take care of it. Should we do our part? Absolutely. But you need to keep your head. You need to keep your head. You need to keep it in the game of being a Christian, not a citizen of wherever you're at. I am a Christian who lives in the United States of America. I am not an American Christian. You better get hold of this. I am a Christian who lives in America. That's where I happen to live, United States of America. I am not an American Christian. You say, well, that's really, no. just. Would you just take it away for the weekend and think it think it out? Just take it away, and over Christmas, when you're you know stuffing yourself and and eating and and enjoying all these liberties, realize that that it's supposed to be about the Lord Jesus Christ and our thankfulness to Him. But our liberties in the United States of America are not inalienable rights in God's eyes. Some of the people who had the least amount of rights, as in liberty, as in movement and flexibility, were believers. If Paul wanted to make it about his inalienable rights, he wouldn't have spent his time preaching the gospel. He said, "Well, one time he, you know, used his Roman citizenship. Yeah, he did. So while you're an American, go ahead. While you're free in America, do it. But would you stop setting yourself up for spiritual disaster? And I'm not preaching at you, but I am a little bit. I'm trying to challenge you. Keep your head. Keep your head. Hold. Keep your mind in the game. We need to be the ones who have calm, and courage, and faith in God, not our." circumstances. You should pray. He told you in First Timothy, pray for those in authority. If you're not praying more than you're talking and worrying, then you're letting people down. They're not letting you down. I know, I know. I get it. But I have to remind myself every day, keep your head. Keep your head. Panic is not an option. Withdrawal is not an option. Okay. We need to be the source of calm. The value of troubles is we have learned to keep our heads. And calm is contagious. I trust you'll have a very good time with family and friends. God be with you. See you Monday.